0: Joins my my friend, my duo, my companion, the one and only, the staple, to the call of duty scene gave it up for the pension! Ben, you fucked everything up today. What happened to our guest? What happened to our guys, so, Ben? Let everybody know what happened.
1: So, what happened today? It's a little bit of miscommunication, I think. What
0: happened today? is Ben can't fucking read. This <laughs> motherfucker can't read, chat. He can't read. I don't know it's what the fuck fuck's t- going
1: t- on. Tom, <laughs> So, we saw the announce, and and I texted Tom. I'm surprised he was up when I texted him. I, knew I was he up right ben. early
0: today, Ben. I'm up early Which these we, days. we like to see. This is
1: a surprise, because he's usually not up till 2 p.m. my time, but all good. Go uh, oh, fuck yourself. So <laughs> I texted you. I was like, Hey, so, there's this announce, like, we should do a show. You're like, I bet. So, I tried to spin up a group DM, uh, NEP, um, Clay, and Porter. Obviously, Porter doesn't follow me for whatever fucking reason, so <laughs> he wasn't in the DM group. They don't
0: fuck with you. <laughs> and
1: then, so I asked him, I was like, hey, you guys want to come on the show? And they were, like, kind of interested, but they never really committed. And then we, we pushed out an announce, and then Clay was like, hold up, brothers, like, I didn't uh, I didn't 100% commit. So he's going to try and see if he can make the show. He might no, no, you missed a that out a very
0: important part, Yeah, what did you detail. You missed out a very important part. You told me that Clay wants to come on. This is what you told me. Yeah, he
1: did, he did want to come on. He just didn't commit to coming on. There's a okay, difference. Okay, but Ben, too. you didn't
0: tell me that. You made I said okay. Then I'm gonna make up. I said I said okay. Let me reach out to Gersh. get a in the
2: chat Get a in the I the said I, the he I said ben, Clay
0: wants to come on. It's okay if he's coming on. Let me reach out to Gersh and let's get a graphic made. He he responded back probably okay. Duo. Okay, go. Whatever the fuck he said. I thought Clay was coming on. I reached out to Krim. He said he was doing something. I forgot what Porter said. He said some stupid shit. You know Porter. He says some stupid shit. He just can't. Actually, Porter really wanted to come on. He was he he actually did and answered some questions. But he just, yeah. he was busy. He had some stuff that he had to do.
1: Is he busy walking into the game? Uh, like, what's going on? I don't
0: know. I forgot what he said. I think it was kind of personal. So I'm, gonna let, you know, I'm not okay, going to say. Okay, 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 yeah. uh, and then uh, I think Neptune got caught up. He said that he, he's out with his mom right now. And then he can't oh. make it back in time. And then uh, no response from Paco. I don't know what, what Paco's doing. Paco's just doing his own fucking thing. Hey, Paco's in France, is he not? Yeah, you're still in France. Yeah, so it's late as fuck over there too. It's late in, in France. I'm pretty sure. So I'm not sure what's going on. But we got JP, guys. We got the analyst from the New York subliners joining us today. JP, thank you for uh, for coming through on short notice while uh, everybody else. Uh, I don't. I'm not even gonna say bailed because they never fucking committed. <laughs> while Ben nope, fucked everything I mean, up.
2: <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm just here to save the day. You know, I'm just Hell on the back yeah.
0: JP' reliable
2: like you know
0: bro, I, JP I feel like people don't know much about you to be honest like you uh, have you ever been on the flank you have but like have uh, you
2: I came on once when uh after we won like when we on the the whole team thing mm-hmm. but not like a full actual like interview type, type oh well, well
0: JP now that you're here I mean why don't you tell the chat like a little bit about yourself how did you get into being a professional analyst for like uh, an analyst for a professional Call of Duty scene or Call of Duty team, like how did you get into that? How did you get your opportunity? How did you get to sure. where you are now? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people in the chat that are interested in being an analyst one day.
2: Yeah, so um, I guess it started around like Ghosts, like beginning of 2013. Um, I started doing the, uh, the COD stats Twitter. Uh, basically, at that point, there was no, you know, person or organization keeping stats for uh, professional Call of Duty. So mm-hmm. at that point, it was me and a bunch of guys on Reddit. Um, taking screenshots of scoreboards, post them online, and just having an actual, like, historical, like, record of how teams and players were playing at uh, all the events. So, I did that for a long time, and then I got lucky enough, because I'm I'm in the New York area, that I ended up landing, like, an internship with MLG, um, at the MLG offices in, in the city. And that was, like, a super good experience, like... Puckett basically sunned me. Um, and I started writing for the Esports Report, if anyone remembers that type of show. show, yeah, back in like AW. I remember that. So, yeah. so that was like my big break. And then I started working towards like the production side of MLG and basically any type of like that graphic or any information being uh, fed to the casters or analyst desk on the uh, on the streams between like, I would say, AW and. World War II were, or, or yeah. even Black Ops Four were, were through me um, on the back end, mm-hmm. and then uh, from that uh, I started looking towards opportunities to get on a a, a team once uh, the league started. Right. New York reached out to me probably in like I want to say like April uh, before MW came out, um, so they were they hopped on me early and. From there I, I mean I, I was hired as an analyst for the team because I was I had a background in the numbers and, and analytics of the of the esport. Right. Yeah. But since then I feel like I've grown into more of like a an assistant coaching role. I yeah. think um you know, the numbers thing is, is something I still do, but I think in the last two years my like IQ and game knowledge has certainly like increased and has come to a point where I'm more confident in the game sense of, you know, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And I, I think even in the first year, it was still me getting my toes, you know, wet and, mm-hmm. and dipping my feet in because at that point I had gained I had to gain, like, your guys' trust, like you, Tommy, and, like, the rest of the other guys on the MW team yeah. because I had never had that experience of, like, actually scrimming with the team or, or being in that practice area. Um, so I had that one year under my belt in MW, and then Cold War came out. I knew I was getting more confident in my game sense and, and knowledge, yep. and throughout the entire year I spent more time like less time on the numbers and more time on on vod review research like in that sort of sense and mm. I think our preparation became like one of the best in the entire league um if you ask or Bobble um yeah. and even Clay like he was a big part of that too but all of us as, as a as a group were really good on on that prep side of the of the work I mean JP um, so yeah that that
0: comes up to you came. A, you came a long way, bro. I mean, you just you know, from back in the day, you were doing this stuff for free. You know, like you were just doing it because you enjoyed doing it. And now look at where it's gotten you. You know, yeah, uh, for it, sure. You're like, you're I mean, like, no, I'm band, super,
2: you're, super, like, super lucky. Like, the fact that I was doing this volunteer stuff, and then also MLG was located in New York City. Like, it was all of these things that, you know, came into one that led to this and mm-hmm. I'm super blessed for, for the opportunity.
0: Hey, you no know what I just remember you you're basically what Ben wanted to be in cod, but Ben failed and you did it you know oh, and now Ben's working at, uh, with, at on, hey, Ben's oh, no. doing good for himself him I'm, I'm fucking around I had
1: some good moments in the Black Ops three no, days you know we had, we had some <laughs> good vibes in the end, no so I like, just
0: fuck it with you bro we, we tried <laughs> to
1: hire JP at one point JP you and I talked like at World War 2 yeah, times it, and I tried to nah Ben, was, ben like, was doing Ben was doing crazy
0: Ben was fucking working with FaZe and then he went into eSports I'm not as
1: smart with that shit as JP was I've seen the stuff that JP's built and that's nah you were good Ben you That's were good so when, we, when we
0: were on phase you were good with that stuff you you didn't do a lot of analytics on phase did you 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 were more of like a manager type thing
1: no i'm, I'm like I, the, my problem is like i was trying to do that shit in black ops 3 and i was i was really? too early yeah do you not remember like in black ops 3 like in january february i was like sitting on those calls taking notes um, and i were talking about what or not we the best band fast hands against people like we had like strategy <laughs> going on
0: i didn't know you were actually pursuing being an analyst though I, didn't, my, I, I, was, I was I South was I was I was completely just joking, just fucking around. I had no yeah. idea you were actually trying to be an analyst. But I think uh, uh, it worked out for you, Ben, because you're doing big things now too. You yeah. know, so I think it all worked out for everybody. You know, yeah, but everybody, everybody's valid. But listen, we're gonna talk about it a little bit. Oh, okay, we got a Clay tweet actually. Before we get into it, uh, Clayster actually came in and uh, tweeted about you, Ben yeah i know I he uh <laughs> he said uh laugh my ass of old ben asked me if i could come on and i said i was out and about can i get a lent in the chat please tomorrow oh, i'm no. down tomorrow oh. he's down so now we're gonna get him on tomorrow okay double so flank double flank do in the tomorrow. chat come a on. double flank i'm down for a little double flank nah. but listen for those of you uh wondering the reason why we're having a flank today is because new york announced their roster it's gonna be crim six clay neptune and hydra going into the vanguard season uh Personally, I I like the roster. I do have some questions that I could probably ask JP. Um, I think just all the rosters on paper have been looking really, really good, to be honest. I think a lot of it's up in the air about, you know, kind of what they're going to be doing and how they're going to perform. But I do want to show you guys some of these videos that New York Subwriters did release on the announcements. we're going to start with Clayster, and then we're going to move on to Neptune, and then we're going to go to Krim. And then where's the Hydra one? Did they they, they not upload that one to YouTube? Because I don't see that one. Let me see if I can find it. Because Paco, my man Paco's coming back, baby. And I like that. I like that a and lot. They
1: definitely post on it like, Twitter. Yeah, no, it I, on got Twitter it. Twitter. I got it. I got
0: it. I don't like looking uh, at Twitter because it's shit quality. But hey, we're going to tune in to the, to the announcement videos and we'll give our thoughts and opinions.
1: I've got those scott slides
0: <laughs> duct tape shirt represent is there is uh, there a meaning behind that or I, I think it's that a was part right? of the
2: meme uh, it's a yeah meme. the meme of how we had that duct tape on our jerseys pretty much the entire oh, year
0: oh okay for that for makes sense that yeah. makes sense that definitely makes yeah. sense um and then and, and i also thought uh wasn't it like a like a meme or like a like a trend on TikTok? i don't know i could be wrong i thought people would duct tape in their clothes but let's move on to the next so my man Paco acts of vandalism prompt police in Union Township this is Claremont comedy county to put out pictures of the people they say are responsible homes in this part of Claremont County look at place space toilet papered grills have been damaged in the Brandonmore community the vandals strike between midnight and three in the morning
1: <laughs> <out> the
0: <laughs> one suspect appears to record the crime on his cell phone if you know who these people are, call the Union Township Police Department. <laughs> Greetings, subjects. And then they end with the with the SpongeBob shit. Okay, and I love how he just says okay, you know, because fucking Paco, yeah. he's just he's always saying okay. You know, just one word. He actually, is. He, actually is. He is. he says okay a lot. It's just what he does. And then we go on to the next one. They obviously ended uh, the Hydra announcement with a little, you know, snippet to the Neptune announcement. Let's go on to that one. And then I think they were all kind of average until we get to the Clay, the Crim 6 one. I thought the Crim 6 one was phenomenal. I thought that one was really funny. But let's watch this one. Now for point, Neptune finds number four. This is unbelievable. He's still holding the line and seemingly alone. He's
2: does have some support now to work with. Has to come through the bushes and take care of these members of the LA Thieves.
0: There's another one from there too. This is unprecedented gameplay from the young man. He may have just won his team the match. All of it in action! All of it in action! That was clean. That was super clean. Short, short, but cool. It was short, but it, but it was clean, and it got to the point. You know, Ben.
1: It's a good teaser. You know, these like mixtape videos that people do, they get kind of like. We all kind of went the same but i like that one a little mm-hmm. little 3d flare it was it was good to the point
0: mm-hmm. then we got the Crimsticks announcement this one was over a minute long let's check this one out i love this, this one, one was so funny. i love this one let's let's tune in clay's house rambo's house what's he doing at rambo's house okay he's gonna tp the whole fucking thing
1: what's up duo what's
2: up duo check that out industrial strength night vision goggles
1: imagine we had these when we were 12 even better we got them when we're 30
2: Step the yeah, I'm surprised people didn't catch that. The next yeah. day.
0: What the <laughs> f- <laughs> That's good stuff, bro. That's good stuff for sure. We're, re- real quick, bro. Re- is that? Real that? Real quick, I got one thing that I gotta <laughs> say. Right here, when when Krim pulls up and he's like, you know, we, we got the best shit, you know, we can see in the dark stuff. He's like this in real life. I went over his house once, and this guy was taking out all his gadgets. He was having me try everything on. He's like, oh, check this out, dude. This fucking thing does this, and this does this. I'm like, Porter, what the fuck is all this shit? How much you pay for this? He's like, $20,000. I said $20,000 $20, for a pair of fucking night vision goggles. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Uh, I, I, I tell
1: you, uh, if you told uh, Dana whether or not he bought that stuff, what do he say?
0: Oh, I, at first, at first, he told me to keep it from Dana. But I don't think that lasts very long, because I'm pretty sure Dana found <laughs> out. I'm not sure how she found out, but a, a, probably this show we talked uh, about. It. A, 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 yeah, she probably found out from the <laughs> flank. You're absolutely right, but Yeah. Uh, and before we talk about the team, uh, there was also Zuma. An announcement on Zuma. Uh, something happened with him where uh, he was uh, released from the team. He ended up leaving the team. Uh, they released a video. Let's check out the the video from the New York Subliners on Zuma. What's going on, guys? What the fuck is this guy? So you're talking about my balls, but uh, you sit down, you preach, so what's that all about? Comfort. Keep reaching for those stars. Damn, my mom's gonna make me cry, man. She can't be doing this. <laughs> you're not getting me with Yo, this thing of shit. Joe told me that one. You know Joe? Joe, who? Joe. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised to see me, eh? Huh? Anyway, uh,
2: I love you and I miss you so much, you know. I'm so proud of you and what you accomplished.
0: We're out. Arrivederci. Out, I, I need to see Papa Zuma again, bro. It's been I know, long. bro. It makes me tear up when I see him too, bro. I just fucking, I, I can't help it. Uh, shout out to Papa Zuma. Shout out to Mama Zuma. And uh, uh, yeah, hey, uh, shout this, out to yeah, the. I oh videos playing. Shout out to the to the New York Subliners, man. Obviously, um, <laughs> things have been changing. Um, obviously, no no bad blood at all with the New York Subliners. Oh. I I love those guys. Had a good good two years over there um opportunities were put in front of me and i, th- I think at the end of the day you got to do what you think is best for yourself and i think it's nothing but respect for me at least uh, uh over to everybody at the new york subliners um thank you to to all to everybody over there uh for everything that they've done i'm excited to see what they uh what they do with the team or how they play moving forward um and obviously i'll be rooting for those guys you know new york will always have a special place in my heart just because it's nysl and i was there for a couple years you know so uh shout out to them thank you for the video um just wanted to give them a little thank you for everything you know because they've obviously released a video and they showed me some love so uh in terms of what's happening next an announcement will be soon uh i'm hoping that the announcement can hit sometime early next week or this weekend uh once that does happen i was thinking about running an emergency flank for my own announcement uh it was just some ideas that people brought to me and maybe ben can interview me and ben can be the host for uh for a change what do you think about that ben
1: yeah, I'm down for that. Gonna do let's uh, get it
0: going. It might be a little trolley, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think people yeah, want to watch it. it's a good it, but... flip on the
1: uh, the format. Um,
0: but hey, guys, announcement soon. Uh, you guys will hear about it. Uh, hopefully, hopefully early next week. And, uh, you got, you know, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to show you guys what's happening next. But let's talk about this team a little bit. Crim6, Glaister, Neptune, and Hydra. Now, we've talked about it a little bit because, again, Crone fucking leaks everything these days. So we pretty much have a good understanding of kind of who's going where, stuff like that. Um, for me, I like the team. I like it. I have a little worries just because, you know, uh, obviously the with Florida, a lot of people said they had ASMR comms. Uh, I'm not sure how Neptune's comms really are. I don't know really much about his comms. I, I thought he was on the quieter side. I'm hearing he's not. I'm hearing his comms are fucking insane. I'm sure JP can uh, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, obviously, Paco... He's uh from France, you know. He's he's had English problems, but which is understandable. It's obviously, an uphill,
1: it's an uphill battle. I mean, he's learning he's learning another language. He's got a you know, yeah. It, I
0: mean, for me, well, bro, the, the kid's got nothing but my respect because yeah, I I was talking hard. See, I went out to breakfast with Dylan attached the other day. Me and him went out to breakfast. Okay, okay. And we were talking about this, and I Both said, uh, I said, Dill, go fuck yourself, man." I said, "Dill." <laughs> what if we were playing in a french league and everybody around us spoke french and we had to learn french how do you think we would do and me and dill just looked at each other and started shaking our head and he's saying you know you got to give kydra Uh, a lot of credit because he's coming to a whole new country he's he's speaking a whole different language it's one thing to say little words and to actually understand it and you know react to it in the pace that he needs to in the middle of a professional call of duty match like you need communication is such a big thing um. So while uh, it is something that they're, it's a hurdle that they're gonna have to get over, I think they can get over over it. And I think, uh, you know, Paco, for me at least, Ija has my utmost respect. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, so yeah, Sorry to cut you off. No, the
2: biggest thing for us, at least last year, was it wasn't even like sort of the the communication, but more so the understanding of like concepts. Like, mm-hmm. um, obviously there were a few words that we had to go over with him because he, obviously, never heard of it. Like right. things like. Like collapse, so things like we're we're trying to break a hill. We want to collapse. <laughs> Wait, speaking on of hill, collapse, didn't didn't he... play
0: scream collapse once, and Paco said, "Huh?"
2: Yeah, exactly. What the, what
0: so is collapse?
2: so you, you hear in the listen-ins especially in the matches, um, he definitely he, he knows English. He can calm English. That isn't the problem. It's it's more so the getting on the same page and and understanding that in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you, that. N- right. It,
0: it, yeah it's just it's just understanding it's being able to react off the fly you know like exactly. that instant reaction like if somebody says behind you you need to react instantly you know like it's it's stuff like that mama zuma in the background she's visiting from jersey how you doing welcome to the flank mama uh and the but, thing the thing
2: with that is yeah. that it's like it's always gonna get better you know like he's playing with us more he's gonna be you know taking english lessons like that's always something that will get better like it's nothing nothing you can like basically get deterred from, you know, Mm -hmm. at a certain
0: point. And then and then after you look at the two young guns, Hydra and Neptune, which listen, man, in terms of ceiling and potential, those kids are through the roof, bro. I mean, you saw some of the shit that Neptune was doing this year. I mean that kid was getting compared to Shotzi with some of the maps he was showing. Just some of the things he was doing around the map. And I think one thing that Neptune didn't have on Florida was structure and people to guide him and help him learn COD and and teach him the roads, teach him teach him the game. Now he's got Clayster and Crimsix. To teach in the game. And I don't know about you, Ben, but that's a good pair to teach you Call of Duty, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean I I, I like that combo look. Playing Krim as a duo have an insane placing record, an insane win record. So I kind of I see that cam. My biggest question with that duo is, you know, I thought clay had a decent year obviously he had some ups and downs and you know he talked about it a little bit on his stream kind of what he was going through sort of from his mental health perspective and and the the moves he had to make look on on the crim side let's not sugarcoat it right tom we we keep it real on the show i don't think crim had one of his best years last year i think he even came on the show and sort of admitted that so you know if this team wants to to hold the rings at the end of the season. You know, Krim's gonna have to step it up and be up there with the top ARs. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anyone can sit here and say that this team doesn't have a championship ceiling. Um, I kind of like the thought here. To your point, I think there are definitely every team's got questions. This team is just like those. I think there are some questions that we, uh, as pundits and analysts, definitely want to ask them and see if they'll follow through and be up there at the end of the season. No,
0: I like that. I like that you said that every team has question marks because you're, you're you're right on that. I do I do think I think every team's going to yeah. have their problems for the most part, except for phase maybe atlanta no, even, phase they have, they have their problems they have their problems they do have their problems and that's another thing too like for, for next year I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with phase look can they keep on do, having this dominance can they keep on doing this you know that's something that we're gonna have to pay close attention to especially with the whole league being so talented but we'll see how it goes i think uh i think new york has a good team to set themselves up for success i think the most important thing is you know there's gonna have to be some respect amongst the players I think the younger players are gonna have to really respect Clay and Krim, and, and make sure that they're actually listening, and you know, gaining all this knowledge and using it. Because sometimes the young guys, it goes through one ear and out the other, and they don't listen. And yeah, I think agreed. it's gonna it's gonna be important, JP, that everybody's on the same page. Because if they're not on the same page, you guys are gonna get shit on. There's too yeah, much talent. And, and I think uh,
2: uh, we, me and Bobble have talked about this like in the weeks leading up to to right now. But I think one of the main priorities we want to you know set in stone is like we want to have their voices be as just as impactful as crim and clay is like if we can get them talking as much as crim and clay after every map Mm -hmm. like that's going to be super beneficial for us if we can all get on the same page that way like we obviously don't want it to just be us and then you know crim and clay talking after every map Mm -hmm. it's going to be a system where me and bobble are talking first Then the younger guys, and then the older guys. Yeah.
0: I like that. I like that. I like that you guys are putting a system set, like set in stone. That way, there's no confusion at all when you guys are going through practice. Everybody will have their chance to speak. And I just like that, JP, because it gets everybody involved. Because I know, like, it gets them involved.
2: And and if, like, you know, we know that Krim and Claire are going to, you know, they have that IQ. They know what's going to be, you know, the best play in every, pretty much every situation. Yeah. So if we can get, like, nep and and paco on that level and having them like speaking first that that's just going to increase their iq in that sort of sense and start you know thinking on a more macro level Mm -hmm.
0: um and i think that
2: that's the system that we want to go for at the beginning of the
0: year at least yeah you see lamar in the chat he said jp's brain is so big he said fucking lamar i feel like lamar has always said that he always says jp's brain is so big i remember him saying that when i was on the team um (laughs) but i think uh one thing i wanted to ask you jp is looking at the roster how how did it did it unfold like during the offseason I I was actually around during the beginning of it like I saw it unfolding when I was there um just because listen some people are like oh Tommy for some reason people think I was helping build the team I was I was giving my opinions on the team mm-hmm. I was giving my opinions on it I wasn't building it I'm not the GM I wasn't the GM and then I was also for New York just helping them reach out to players like I was talking to players that were interested it's because New York didn't have the contact to reach out to them. So they they were, you know, I was helping them out. I was just helping New York build the team that they wanted. I was just reaching out to players, getting information for them, you know, helping them out any way that I could. Because that's what I wanted to do when I was there. Help them out any way I could. But I wanted to ask you, I know there was a lot of different variations. There's a lot of shit happening. For me at least, I I thought like Ace of Mac were gonna stay. That ended up not happening. Kind of how did this team, you know. Happen like where where did this start who was the first one on the team because when i was there none of this stuff was set in stone really i mean it it Mm -hmm. was but not really like nobody was signed they were still talking to people i know envoy was in consideration slasher was there um but things ended up changing so how did the team come together and uh how do you feel going into next season what do you think is going to be the positives what do you think is going to be the negatives like you know give me a little bit of input on this new york subliners team jp
2: yeah sure so i i just want to make it clear like me and Bobble weren't really the ones making decisions. We were obviously just like you. We were giving our input and like our opinions to, to the management. And mm-hmm. they were at the, at the end were the ones who made all the calls. Right. Um, but you know, there were a lot of people on our radar. Nep was definitely on our radar and Krim was on our radar. Once they got let go from their specific teams mm-hmm. or you know, weren't being retained. Um, Nep was actually someone that me and Bobble really liked going into Cold War and were thinking about or we actually reached out to him to be, like, our our Uh sub-spot going into Cold War, Uh, but he did end up getting that starting spot with with Florida. So um, he was always on our radar as someone who, like, we knew would have that talent uh, Mm -hmm. coming from Halo. Um, And then as we saw him, you know, throughout the lands and throughout the stages individually, I think he was performing really well. So he was definitely on, like, our radar. Um, Krim was also, like, obviously on our radar because of, you know, get the number one call of duty player of all time as someone who's basically a restricted free agent you have to be looking at them it's like especially the
0: the, the one downfall with crim is was the price at least working 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 behind the scenes and just knowing what new york had to deal with on a day-to-day basis with some of these roster changes like listen you have a budget to work with you know some of these players are a lot of money especially somebody like crim six who's the most winningest player of all time on a crazy contract you know this exactly. guy's gonna be pricey, and it makes you wonder if if that's the right move. You know, and and I think Porter talked about that a little bit. You know, sometimes contracts can get in the way, um, and and change things up. But New York is uh, New York is one of those teams, man, where they want to win, and if they have a player on their on their you know on their sites and they want to pick them up, New York's gonna do it, and they they yeah. spent the money, and they got and they and they got Porter, they got Porter, they got Clay. Those are two big names, man. Having Clay and Krim on your team. Yep. Um, you're already be, you know, I know that they're in their, their later states of their career, but with Clay and Krim on your team, you're, you know, you're looking to win championships. These guys have multiple under their belts, multiple. For so, sure.
2: And as, as a duo too, like as a duo, they're, you know, one of the top duos of all time. And then mm-hmm. you have two like hungry young guys who are not even 20 yet. Um, and you make for a really cool pairing. Yeah, I'm, no, for I'm sure. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for this year. I think everyone on the team is.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ben, uh, do you have any questions for JP? No, I
1: think you you covered my, Tell, my yeah, questions. JP, you're a good speaker, bro. I like having you on.
0: It's a pleasure. You're no a good problem. speaker, bro. Go ahead, Ben. No, no, I was saying that I I
1: didn't have any other questions. I think I think for me the the comms one was the biggest one. I know we've talked about it a bunch on the show, um, and I think JP, you kind of addressed sort of. Um, I think a big learning that, that Clay talked a little bit about on his stream, sort of how do you get the, the young guys more integrated in that sort of post-map feedback, sort of overall team dynamic process instead of it being dictated to them? How do they help drive that? So they, they take ownership uh, and they feel part of it and it's not just sort of a one-way communication street. You get kind of diminishing returns. Exactly.
2: And it's just getting everyone on the same page at that point. You don't want, like, someone leading the entire discussion the, the entire day, like... Even if it's just a coach, like you want everyone to be speaking and, and having the input of all, all of the players and all of the coaches in the team. That's how you like basically be the most efficient as possible because you're seeing, you know, all these ideas come out of people's yeah. mouths. But if you only have one person, it, it's, it could become you know constant mm-hmm. and the same thing over and over again. I uh, see
1: uh, I see people putting out, I think Tommy and I are about to bring up the same thing. I see people kind of asking an initial question in, in chat. I'm sure you don't have the answer for this yet because you guys haven't screened on Vanguard. But Is, is sure it Hayes's
0: question? Hayes asked a good question. How big is your pain? The fuck, Hayes? <laughs> the fuck is <laughs> wrong not, with you, bro?
1: Not, not the question. <laughs> uh, uh, my, um, so my, my question for you is sort of obviously if there's a 3-sub meta, someone between Clay and Clay are probably going to have to run a sub. Like if you guys kind of discuss yeah. who that is or you're just going to kind of feel it out. Based on how Scrims Go.
2: I mean, yeah, sure. We'll go with how Scrims Go. I think everyone agrees that if there is a third sub,
0: it's gonna be Krim on, on our flex. Yeah, Krim Crim's oh, definitely gonna be the flex. Yeah. I mean you're not touching Neptune and Hydra the main subs for sure. You're not throwing Porter yeah. on a main sub machine gun. That guy would just go fucking <clears throat> that guy's gonna have a hundred interactions. He has a hundred interactions with a fucking AR. as a maniac. I think Krim is the perfect flex because he can just do whatever the fuck he wants and be Krim and just and just do, and just do so him it was a
1: flex for like a majority of his career too. Yeah, like, no, yeah he, like, he was goodness. one of the first flexes if yeah. we we're gonna go with
2: that part yeah. like no he was so. he,
0: he's a good flex player and then you don't want to touch clay at the main ar role i mean that's something clay's but we've seen clay in a sub before he's tried <laughs> he mod did, on did it not was not good and <laughs> was you do not want clay running your submachine gun you want to keep him on an ar because it, it just fits him it's his role it's what he's been doing for years it's what he knows best and then you got the two young guns running around which i'm 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 very curious to see how neptune and hydra work off each other hey, man, (laughs) you you, got to be honest, JP, you know, with two sub players looking at all the sub duels in the league, chemistry between your sub duels is important. You see Simp and Abizi bouncing back and forth off each other and it's annoying as fuck. You know, you're going to want to see the same thing with with Hydra and Neptune and everybody else, all the other sub duels in the the league, you know, so you got to work together. Teamwork is a super, super important thing. Everybody keeps telling me to ask JP about Drill. Is it D-Real or Drill? Listen, chat. He's not answering no fucking questions. He's not gonna answer nothing that's not have announced yet. I no idea yet. what you're
2: talking. About. He
0: has no <laughs> idea what you guys are talking about. No idea. Uh, uh, somebody asked, "What went into the decision of uh, Asim and Mac? Uh, kind of, how did that happen? Was it kind of just people on the team? I think it was. It was kind of mutual in a way. Was it JP? Where some, certain people on the team just didn't want to play with each other? Yeah, I think that was ba- the basis of it. Like at the end of the day. They just didn't want to have, team with each other yeah, anymore. Yeah, you're going to have players
2: that don't want to play with each other or, or do want to play with certain people, so mm-hmm. that's, that's just how it came about.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mac ended up on a good team with Seattle. I think Asim ended up in a good spot with LAG. Uh, you have Asim with uh, Slasher, Gunless, and Hook at LAG. And then you have Mac with Sib. Uh, who was it? Sib, Lamar. And then uh, who's what's the guy's name? The, the, the guy from Australia? Pred? Fred, he's yeah, Australian, Fred. right? He's from Australia? I'm
2: glad those guys got
0: on a team, like i'm excited to see this pred, i'm excited to see pred play because this guy this guy is fucking nice but i've seen lamar,
1: lamar teach some young guns and, and we, listen we've had dante on the show a couple of times he's fucking about, nuts lamar's gonna have to do some work there but it's not the first time lamar's done in his career he's taken a lot of <laughs> a lot of guys of, of that elk and turn them into not just one-time winners but you know i just
0: and, made the sign of the cross for lamar i just made the sign yeah. of the cross lamar you got a lot of work to do buddy you got a lot of work to do I'll be watching, Lamar. I'll be watching. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see what that Seattle team does. I think for me, bro, Sib is talented as fuck. He really is. I'm curious to see how he transitions into the professional Call of Duty League. Because, you know, it's a different ball game, bro. It really is. You have to work as a team. You have to. So I'm curious to see how it all goes. Uh, somebody said midseason collapse question. Uh, midseason collapse question. What the fuck is that? St. Ray's. Uh, why did the team collapse midseason from his POV? J- uh, JP. Why do you think the season? Uh, why do you think everything you know hit the fan for New York? Because New York had a lot of ups and downs this year, no?
2: Yes, I mean we had a great stage three, and then I mean once you know we stage four hit, we we started off pretty good in stage four, and then I think we got like three would by Toronto, and that was the day that we knew that Sim wasn't going to be able to come to land, mm-hmm. and I think from that point on, like I don't I don't want to obviously say like the rest of the year was just contingent on that, right? But like that that match and the r- resulting land after that were just, like, huge blows to our team. Because we knew we weren't going to play with Sim. Like, we were trying to find a fill-in. Like, we didn't know, like, how we were going to reach our potential because we had just come off, like, a second place to Atlanta where we, like, could have technically been up four to two in the finals. Like, there were mm-hmm. two 1v1s that were so huge yeah. that we could have been up in that series. And then we're, f- you know, going to the situation where we might not even be playing with our, our full team at the next land. Yeah. So that was a huge blow to the team, and trying to like rally them after that um, for stage four was like super hard, just because we were playing with a fill in.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, listen, listen, super the, unfortunate. The, the, the second half of the year for the New York subliners, things were not going their way. Things were not going their way. I think, I think, uh, one, the visa issues didn't help. That chalked up in an event. I think uh that was mentally draining for the team enough. I think Clay was starting to mentally feel things, you know feel pressure yeah and, and I mean let's not that's... forget like you at the beginning of the season like. We yeah, that's it We were, you know, looking help. to play with
2: you, and and once you know your thing, the thing with your thumb happened, like, and and you told us that you were stepping down. We were like devastated because we were like, oh, this this is our team. Like, I mean, bro, was,
0: you got you remember the call? You remember when I hopped in a call with you guys? I was yeah, in tears, was, dude. I was, was in tears. Super depressed. It was sad, bro. It was sad because, <laughs> it, bro, it, it's one of those things where you can't really and and I wanted to do it before the season. You know, I want to make sure you guys can get out and practice and do what you got to do. Um. I, I, and that's so, not
2: a knock-on on like obviously sim or diamond con for sure because those two guys like super stepped up in in their like abilities to play with us like yeah they, i mean sim played the entire year with us and he was godlike mm-hmm. so
0: yeah no he was doing his thing uh but i i think uh i think you guys are gonna have a, a good year this year i I feel like you guys have all the right pieces um we'll we'll see how it goes i'm excited to watch you guys play i'm not sure if anybody has any more questions in the chat i know Crim6 is in here with a three-year resub i appreciate that porter Welcome Chris, to the fucking chat. In the
1: mobile, I guess, or is he in the setup, or is uh, the... I don't
0: know what he's doing. I really have no idea. JP's thoughts on a social team and their trash talk game subliners oh, do Hey, subliners do gotta, that gersh? Oh, gersh who do you who chat, else bro? would ask Come that question he's, he's tier one he's tier one who else would ask that question i i got <laughs> gersh on my side with the flank two running socials because this guy's the best in the game without a doubt yep. gersh is the we number one
1: have, uh, we got Yangs too and the rest of the team man. there's a yeah, bunch of Yang's other people right in,
0: and, and and matt lucero and 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 everybody adrian everybody francis they've really like, stepped
2: a- up since the year one like the year one with the content like they've improved so much and i'm like super proud of them
0: yeah no the, the content's been, been good and listen you got to get some of these teams a break too they're coming into the call of duty scene uh, a lot of them don't know how content works they sure. do any of this stuff they're still learning you know like they're learning as time goes on and i think that's something uh you know you got to think about when you're looking at some of these teams uh we got dreal is it i'm sorry is it dreal or is it drill i'm so like i'm so sorry drill if i'm fucking up your name but he's <laughs> keep in keep it. apologizing but 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 he's uh but what do you mean capable what do you mean what's wrong with you ben With nah, you're, you're the, the, the keep going man Mister is here fuck you motherfucker he said what about it works for you jp that's interesting that's some intel going on here in the chat right now who you're alive uh, at the flank i've never seen the uh, drill come <laughs> in here but we're talking about the new york Subliners, and all of a sudden he's popping up so that's mm. interesting to me let's get an intel spam in a chat um, but I think, uh, JP, I, I do want to thank you for coming on the show today. Obviously things uh, hit the fan a little bit cause Ben, uh, uh, thought that we had some guests coming on. We have a bunch of questions on Reddit for clay and I mm-hmm. guess we'll, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll save them. We'll, we'll save them we'll and we'll, we'll get some of these questions answered for you guys as, as time moves forward. Uh, again, uh, there's, there's a few announcements that we're still waiting to hit the fan, bro. We're still waiting for that optic shit uh we're we're still waiting to see what's going on with dc apparently dc is coming in apparently their name's well, demon well, Tom, cats let, let's ask this vivid. JP, oh, we got a talk okay go ahead no go ahead ask jp no because
1: no, we're gonna ask about the vivid thing like what we probably I, I was just I gonna know, say but i was gonna talk about vivid because i know you you're approaching it different than others like if you're dc or paris at this point right you're kind of a late to the game a lot of people are on rosters like what what is your like what is your like kind of base approach and how you want to build your team at this point
2: um, I know I, I mean everyone that comes on the flank says has, has Reese Vivit, and I would agree obviously um, if you want to build a team though, I, I'd feel like Go with like some of the western guys. I mean They'd they'd proven it last year that together. They were like dominant in the challenger scene. So it, I think the easiest way is to build a team based on a team That's already like has chemistry and is already a core three or four. So that would be my way.
0: I'm going to be I was, honest. Like, I like the rumor. I like the Demon Cats DC Team rumor with, with Zinni, Vivid, Paul X, and then a fourth. And and that fourth could be anybody. TJ, uh, Donnie, uh, 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 Nato, right? Like, For I, sure. I, bro, speaking of Nato, Nato's a fucking animal, bro. I'm surprised that Nato Nato's, is... an animal, dude. I don't if know Nato, why he's not, dude, he's Nato not Nato on a team. If
2: changed his name and said he was 18, that dude be, would be picked up by a team. team. I, 100%. Don't know, I don't know how Nato's 100%. not on a team, though, bro. 100%. Like
0: I just feel like he he's a, he's a known winner he's done he's won multiple events he's he, he's been frying in challenges frying i think he was one of the
2: best challenger players last year like, hey, 100% he was 100%, he was,
0: 100%. you got decime i see people t- talking to about desi it, there's just a lot of names but i do like the Paul X vivid uh zinni trio i i would like to see zinni get a spot on on dc i think that'll be really cool uh but we'll see we'll see what ends up happening that's the rumor right it's the rumor, methods vivid. So that's what and... I saw
1: people like kind of sussing out because there are a lot of players that are declaring like that they're a challengers team right now. So people are just like either assuming that they're playing challengers or not. I've kind of heard here around the league that like a lot of these rumors about either Paris or Washington, nothing set in stone. So there's no like agreed upon team yet. So things are definitely kind of still in flux on that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. Um, would like to see if Zinn is going to be on that roster. I'd like to see him pair with with a pole and a Reese Vivid uh, and maybe a Nano as a fourth. And I like kind of the speed of that team and like sort that. of their, their flexibility. Um, I think like for these four teams, the one thing to stay away well. from is picking up a collection of four kind of like leftover pros and just assuming that works. We've seen that that formula like has had limited success during the CWL years for stretches of one or two months before everybody caught up and those teams fell behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the CDL years, those teams have Really struggled to kind of catch on at all.
0: Yeah, you got a lot of people asking about John in the chat, too. Uh, you guys got to remember, too, there's another spot over at Paris. And I'm I'm pretty sure John's going to land up on on that spot. He's got to. I'm pretty sure John will land up there. Donnie's been talking about on stream that he landed himself on a team. Some people think it might be DC, like maybe a Paul X, Vivid, Donnie, Zinny type shit. I personally think Donnie's not involved in that team. I think he might be going to Paris still because he was just on Paris. I have a feeling that he might be doing something over there. I really don't know. I think once things finally start to drop, and let me also say that this off season has been moving very, very slowly. Usually we see announcements pumping out very like quick. You know, people are getting them but out a lot, quick.
1: A lot of stuff got sorted like early, and then now you just have a gap with these other teams because they're yeah. just sort of taking their sweet time at mm-hmm.
0: this point. No, it, it's definitely taking their sweet time. And then you also got to remember about all the talent that's left on the sidelines. Uh, and and I think that's why expansion has been talked about a lot. Because you just have so many talented players who just aren't even in the league, man. They're either retiring or they're going to play challengers. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. Challenges is a fucking shit show. You want me to be honest? I think it's fucking Fugues. I'm going to tell you passion straight up. Dude. It's a passion yeah. pit. It's a host fuck. Teams are, are switching players every week. I mean, it's, it's a lose-lose. Austin was talking about it on the show the other day. You know, he's not on 100T, right? Or LA Thieves. He, he doesn't even want to play Challenges because... You either you either win and nobody gives a fuck because it's challenges or you lose and everybody says oh look he's losing yeah. in challenges it's a lose lose it really is so i don't know challenges is, is is this whole sketch fest it is entertaining as fuck. i love watching challenges i'm gonna continue to watch it if you actually know call of duty and you know your shit, you, and you really pay attention to everybody individually in challenges don't don't focus on the results focus on individual talent and and kind of what some of these guys can do um, there's a lot of talent down there, man. So a lot of these players and challengers are going to be going through the fucking gauntlet trying to get into the pro league. So it's going to be exciting, man. We got an exciting year of Call of Duty ahead of us. So I'm very, very excited. JP, anything you want to say uh, to everybody watching? You know, there's a lot, of, a lot of New York supporters in here. Anything you want to say to the fans?
2: thank you for all the support the last two years, um, especially with our teams, and hope you continue that support into the next year. I think we're all excited to put on a show with the these the Core Four that we announced. And
0: um, hell yeah, yeah, bro! I'm nah, just to excited. Be, it's gonna be fucking lit, bro! I'm so excited for this next season. I keep saying this every fucking episode. I say the same shit. Ben, anything you want to say to anybody watching? Uh, any any final thoughts on the on the talk we had today?
1: Uh, no, I mean, I think JP, thanks for, for coming on. I think your answers were good. Um, I think you guys are doing the right approach. Thanks, Ben. I thanks. think, <laughs> uh, no problem, no problem. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to you guys' as team. I think you guys are going to be one of the ones to, to watch because I'm curious kind of how it all works out. Um, I'm sure your guys' comms and content is going to be hilarious. Um, so hopefully you guys stream your stuff in the beginning of the season because I'll definitely be tuned in. Uh, and I wonder if you guys are already taking bets on how many scrims it takes for Clay to fall off the map.
0: Uh, He's already falling off the map. He fell off a bunch of times in the fucking beta. Ben, you know what time it is Yeah, we're partying. Oh, we're partying. What do you mean we're partying? (laughs) Yeah, we're fucking partying. Get down to business. Show these people what you got JP if you have to put 50 grand on a hit or a miss you have
2: to what are you doing? I'm putting my trust in Ben, bro. He's oh, you're putting this. your
0: trust in Ben, you, But it just sounds so bad, though. Put your trust in... You, you're putting your what, trust what in Ben.
2: What the fuck does that mean? Come on, he's, he's got the ninja
0: hey, shirt on, bro. He's, oh, he's got the fucking pon, pon shirt. He's wore that shirt for years. He's wore that fucking shirt for years. Get a new shirt, asshole. Get a new shirt. Let's see what he can do. He's going to step up to the plate. He's got his slippers on once again. He's always got the slippers on. Nice and grippy on the bottom. He's gonna line it up. Oh, this is for 50k, Tom. this is for 50k. This is for JP's $50,000. Ben Jenison's gonna step up. He's gonna strike. And he's gonna sink the ball, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I will say it once again. It is way too easy. Uh, What was the last time? Easy. Way too easy, bro. Bro, you have hit parts for the last fucking three weeks, man. And I'm I'm fucking over it, dude. You gotta get a bigger mat, and I'm fucking sick of this shit. I'm ordering you one tonight. a, uh, I, I, it's too easy, Ben. It's There's
1: too easy. T- someone who watches the show is like a manager of one of the PJ Superstores. What? They so hit him up. Yeah, like one of those. Like I don't know if you've ever been to PJ Superstore, but it's a sick place to go buy. But you golf said stuff. somebody
0: who watches the show. Yeah, they hit me up on
1: Twitter after I did the whole thing. They're like, oh, hey, really? That's sick. Of- yeah, I can hit him up. We'll
0: see what he's going to do. Hit him up. I like that. Look at you, Ben. You're big time now. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know about that, Tom. I don't You're know about that. you big time. But listen, chat, uh, I know it was it was a short episode. Things kind of changed a little bit. Uh, I, I thought we were going to have some guests on today. We had some questions and shit set up. But as, it was still a good episode, man. We still got, you got to get some content out there for you guys. And, uh, and again, uh, things are starting to pick up. Vanguard's dropping soon. The content's gonna be fucking insane when the season finally starts. Uh, and honestly, when the, when, when everything, the game just drops, I think shit's really gonna be hitting the fans. So, I appreciate you guys watching. Thank you for all the love and support. Uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, go to anchor.fm slash The Flank. Check out all the audio sites we're on. Go follow at The Flank on Twitter. Gersh is doing a phenomenal job over there, uh, running socials. It's always a pleasure. I want to thank JP once again for coming on us in such late notice. And uh, honestly, just having a great conversation. So thank you, JP. It's always a pleasure. Make sure to go show JP some love. And uh, as always, guys, uh, this is your boy Zuma. And have a good fucking day. I'll see you guys in another episode of The Flank. Take care. you yes. guys.